This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Boss, hmm? you know we finally here, right? Well, we... It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. So much being locked on the Power 102 Digital. It is the Power Breakfast Show. Podcasting this morning. We just did from Port with our news brief. We got major news at 7. KDC Bermudez to make it a correct of vital supply. We got a news brief at 8. And that's all courtesy. Champlain Auto Services. We'll take your calls at 222-TALK and 612-TALK. For those that waited for spring this Sunday, you can call 866-525-1099. Let's take a look what's happening traffic wise. It's Friday, then it's Saturday. Ah, boy, got one accident to tell you about. Uh, Another way, road's busy already this morning. Road's really busy this morning. The one accident to tell you about northbound by Golaconda. All right, and just after that, it's up the Claxton Bay and then Coover to Edinburgh. Well, we've got traffic from Maloney straight up towards Paget Ui. I'm getting into the capital is a bit busy this morning, all right? So that's a quick traffic update for you. I hope it helped you out in one way or the other. Of course, it's 24 degrees at Piaco International Airport. 22 at Crown Point in Tobago. Tobago. It's 12 degrees in London, 11 in Atlanta. 
10 in New York, double digits, CJ, double digits. Orlando at 17, Miami is 22. Toronto at 7. That's warm. In comparison. <laughs> well, let's use an as hello this first thing this morning on this Friday. Kenny, you're off the gate first thing this morning. Followed by Garth Silly out of Valencia. I've been from here a long time. Garth of all as well. Miss Baloney locked on every morning. Oliver Man Warren says it's Friday. Yay! The weekend has begun. That's right. CJ, I knew you were up already. More games out in Aruka. Good morning to you. Thank you so much being locked on. Thank you so much for sending us a message. Our app should be up and running big time. We got our website at power12fm.com. bring the guys in this morning i threw it across to pablo paul richard's morning to you my friend morning steve morning wendell richard Ruben, that tobago oh batty bat is up morning batty bat good morning steve Khan. how are you this morning i'm good it's friday it's friday I'm so happy it's friday it's been like quite a <laughs> it's been a long week it's been a week and a half <sighs> It's, it's been, been a long a week. week. It's been. I think I'll switch off my phone from this afternoon till Monday. Yeah, yeah this is a week I'm going to actually take some time to rest. Well, for me, Formula One starts on Sunday. So I'm busy. Don't disturb me doing that race. I'm oh, a huge okay. Formula One fan. <clears throat> Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Are you a Formula One person? Oh, big time. You like the, um, the fast cars? Yeah, yeah. The engineering behind those cars are amazing. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That it is, is amazing. So we'll see what happens. Last day ended with a bang. Not the way I wanted it to end, but... Uh, How much did they spend on those cars? I think that each of those cars is like... What? What's the cost of each of those cars? It could run you up to four million for one. Oh, that's all? I, thought, I, I always thought it would be more. It, it starts there. No, it could go up to five and six. They have new engineering this year bigger wheels hmm. you know and then they have a crew some teams have a crew like mercedes have a crew of like five thousand people five thousand eh? and that 5, information yeah and that information so let's say they're in a race the team back in in the headquarters back in in england they're checking all the telemetry and Making sure everything is running properly and having the data, and it's amazing to, to go through that. It, it's a whole, it's more than a whole show to go through that. Interesting, Quite yeah, interesting. Yeah. I've always found it very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 something. And the what what I, what what always used to amaze me, excuse me, is the uh, speed with which they change the the, the tires and the wheels. And yeah, you that. come in there, they. Uh, the fastest time so far has been uh, Red Bull is doing the fastest. They do it at 2.4 seconds. Hmm. 2.4. And of course, um, I think Miami is going to be added to the. I have to check out that circuit. To the circuit this year, so you know what I'm going on. Yeah, hmm. boy, we'll be making a trip. 
Mm-hmm. So you have been to um, those races before? I've been to IndyCard races. I've been to a few IndyCard races. I went to um, a couple of those. Well, I went to the Expos in Miami. Yeah. Where they have the cars on display. Yeah. I think where the race itself. But I went to the, uh, to the Expo. Uh, and uh, seeing those cars close up is like wow what yep. you see inside the engine phenomenal yeah but even even the steering wheel which costs tens of thousands of dollars controls the entire car even as a follower formula one i have no idea how they maneuver that steering wheel with all those um with all the buttons and shift this and they could adjust the brakes on the front on the left and the right and open the drs and it's amazing it's absolutely amazing so like we have we have driven around lady young road many times how many corners from the lookout to hilton how many corners have we look out to hilton mm-hmm uh let me see Put it this way, these fellas know each corner to the, to the back of their hands. They could run through. They will tell you, you turn, um, turn one is this, turn two is 40 degrees, turn three is 80 degrees, 90 degrees are turned. T- it's amazing. Hmm. It's amazing. They realize it was that intricate, but I mean, it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's very. It's, it's quite, it is. So, race starts on Sunday in Bahrain. And uh, they have pulled out the, the the Russian circuit is usually on every year, and they have pulled out of that. So they won't be racing in Russia this year. I don't think they're ever going to race as they should not. Yeah, be. I don't think they're racing in Russia anymore. I'll put it that way. As they should be, oh, yeah. not until they, they resolve this war issue with Ukraine. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Putin decides to behave his damn self. Yeah. On a consistent basis. Even even the Russia's Russian drivers don't have a ride this year they've all been well one really have been let go from their teams because of what's happening in russia yeah a lot of russian artists also are not getting work anymore yeah they're feeling it uh with the world putting all sorts of pressures they shouldn't and well, they should they should and be bombing places with children and that's yeah just, boy it's just quite distinct. and and you know to, to go to that imagine a church with children in it and in front and in back of the church they wrote in russian children and they're still bombing, and they're still bombing. yeah it's you know it's war is a hell of a thing huh and, well, and you could say war is a hell of a thing but this is really about it's putin's war Russians, and he doesn't care no he doesn't care at all he doesn't care man woman child what does not care I mean, look at the video where the tank just, a car passed on the road with an elderly chap and the tank just swerved and decided to roll over him. No, that's sick. It's just, it's just Thank goodness really he survived, but... It's extremely disturbing. It is, it is, you know. And in this time, you know, you would imagine the world could have managed its affairs without going to war, but... Hmm. Yeah, and it's through a global pandemic. I mean, you're, you're going to bomb a... a uh, a maternity children's hospital, really? Come on, man. Come on, man. But back at home. Oh, wait, we didn't say hello to Wendell. We did, though, but he's not here yet. Oh, he's not there yet? Yeah. I am shocked. 
Maybe he thinks he works yesterday, so he doesn't have to work today. Oh no, he'll come in. But he's on a kind of holiday, so he hasn't logged on yet. Yeah, I'm now trying to, to log on to so you guys can see me. Yeah, back at home, uh, newly appointed Attorney uh, General Re- Reginald Amor started with a baptism of fire. Of course, the opposition mm-hmm. is already calling for him to resign after they raised questions about his citizen status. Right, so that brings me to ask you a question, Paul. As a dual citizen, so you're a citizen of Trinidad, you're a citizen of Timbuktu. Because somebody asked me that yesterday and said, why they have to give up their citizenship for another country if they're already a citizen here? I know that's kind of technical, and really. Well, I think it's something in the law. That you have to be a the, the the law says that you have to be a citizen of Trinidad and Tobago. I don't know if it says. Well, the law the and law should swearing, state. And you're swearing an oath <coughs> and allegiance to Trinidad Tobago when you take the, when you take the oath. Eh? Yeah, but dual citizenship is still a citizen of Trinidad. Well, he so, may not be a dual citizen. He may have been born in Dominica, original Amor, I think it is, mm-hmm. and is now a full citizen of Trinidad and Tobago. That mm-hmm. is that is what would be the issue if he is a dual citizen. I do not know that he's a dual citizen. I think he was born in Dominica, but probably raised here, has lived here most, if not all his life, and is a citizen of Trinidad and Tobago. Mm-hmm. The difference in, in Robert LaHunt is Robert LaHunt held dual Ghanaian Trinidad Tobago citizenship. Mm-hmm. And if you're swearing an allegiance to Trinidad Tobago, the re- requirement, Gypsy had the same issue, I think. Gyps- Gypsy had dual citizenship, US and Trinidad and Tobago. You understand? Mm-hmm. So there's a difference. I think Mr. Amor, senior counsel, was, may have been, I think he was born in Dominica, but he is a Trinidad Tobago citizen. I don't think he's a citizen of Dominica. I don't think so anyway. Okay. But we'll find out. Because I'm on. So the, the, the newspaper is reporting that the opposition Senator Wademark had information about a case involving an application by the Attorney General of St. Kitts and Nevis, Dr. Denzel Douglas. He, Mark, said on page 37 of the judgment, it states Armour is a citizen of the Commonwealth of Dominica. Right? Armour mm-hmm. was an attorney with over 30 years' experience practicing in TNT, Dominica, and many other Caribbean countries. So question that's being asked is if he does have dual citizenship because remember it was an issue for Robert LeHunt. It was as you said before and you said before Gypsy. Mm. And someone is telling me, I haven't confirmed it yet it doesn't apply to him because he was born in Dominica the law says you may be ineligible if you become a citizen of another country having been a citizen of Trinidad Tobago so that um so that the, his situation is different to those cities. Um, those, he didn't become a citizen of another country mm. while he was a citizen of Trinidad and Tobago. So there's a technicality, a technical difference. What else are they telling you? What else are they telling you? That's it. Oh, I thought he was reading something again. That's it. So, so his situation is different in terms of the fact that he, he, did, he wasn't born in Trinidad Tobago. 
Trinidad and Tobago and become a citizen of another country, which is this, which w- were the cases with Robert Lehunt and Gypsy. He was born right. in Dominica and became a citizen of Trinidad and Tobago, so the technicality may be different. Hmm. But of course, I'm sure, given the blunders that that occurred in the past, well, I'm hoping you never know that they should have should have or would have checked these things before to not repeat those kinds of blunders before especially yeah. for somebody taking the position of attorney, attorney general, general yeah. who is the guardian of the constitution and the law and in, in the interest of the people of trinidad and tobago so but his uh his what you call his dramas are starting as he, he's but he's walked into the firing line eh? so i'm sure he knows that yeah it's a very contentious country so We've had him on the Power Breakfast show, I believe, twice. Yeah. Quite frankly, I, I'm... <clears throat> the, 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 in the context of carbon integration and stuff, I don't know that, that it should be an, uh, an issue that someone has lived and contributed here and paid taxes here for so many and so many years. Do you understand? Yes. Raised their family here. Yeah. Basically lived here all their lives and mm-hmm. all this hullabaloo. But the law is the law. So, we have to uphold the law. If the law states that there's a breach, we have to deal with that. Because you, you can't circumvent the law. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Ah, all right. Uh, 21 and, minutes and after the, the, the RSX yeah. clock. Mm-hmm. The opposition is also uh, uh, asking how much the state owes Mr. Amos, senior counsel, if at all, because he's represented the state in quite a few cases in the past few years. Yeah. He has. And the I Law am. Association, led by, of course, Senior Counsel Sophia Trotters, congratulated Mr. Amor on his appointment. He was a, he's a past Law Association president. Yes, that's right. Right, so this is... Yeah, see, I have a good researcher, you know. My research, thank you, Mr. Researcher. Mr. Researcher sent me the, the clause in the Constitution. Uh, section 42 1 no person shall be qualified to be appointed as a senator who a is a citizen of a country other than Trinidad Tobago having become such a citizen voluntarily or under under a declaration of allegiance to such a country mm-hmm. so so I so that would be the difference in this case that he may not have been uh, declared allegiance to another country or have or has not become a citizen of, of another country he became a citizen of trinidad tobago trying to be that another country the country in question so and if he can interpret that and know if he crossed the line something wrong true true that yeah, we could probably come up with a poll with that later on of course our poll is online until you have a little bit again before uh, we close it off. And it, our poll today is, do you think that yesterday's cabinet reshuffle is just a distraction as indicated by the leader of the opposition? That's our poll. So you can click on it and vote yes or no, not right now. Of course, yesterday they found some more um, weapons, my friend, in Central again. In, no, in Point Lisa's. If anybody noted the lighthouse, that is Central. That's <laughs> out. You know, us Northerners really have a, a it's true, lack you know. of understanding of, of Central and South Trinidad. 
It's true. We, Actually, think it, we always think it's far. Yeah. We will, those in North will say, South, you live in South, way that far. No, I'm living and in those, Central. And those in South will say, nah, Port of Spain, they're too far. That's what they say. Because, because they have to commute all yeah, the time. Yeah, they do it all the time. They do it all the time. We have more guns again coming in. They really need to do a sting operation, a proper sting operation. See who's collecting it, following them. But we've heard nothing about the last And we probably will seized. not. We've heard nothing about the last shipment seized, which is disturbing to say the least. Yeah, we, but you know who bringing it to you? Of you course they do. Arrest somebody. Of course, some those those weapons are not cheap. Somebody must well, yeah, finance you have, it. You have to have bank to, to, to exactly substantial amounts of bank to bring yeah to be able to buy and ship those weapons into the country. You must have enough, Paul Richards. My to, question to get is: those given, like, given the the caliber and level of weaponry we, we see coming in, what are they bringing it in for? That is not robbery material, robbery weaponry. No, you going with AK forty-seven to rob nobody. No. And as the, the acting commissioner said, that ammunition, some of them have a range of three miles. What are you bringing that in for? Three miles. What is the reason you're bringing that in? Very, quite, quite disturbing. Very, very, yeah. very disturbing. Very disturbing. To say the least. Disturbing to say the least. Uh, Diane Sukran, the uh, mother of local government, now local government minister, Faris Alvarez, says she's delighted with her son's new role. She's a long-time member of the PNM. She is. And I think she would have been involved in, in local government and rural government in the past. Right? Uh, oh, I don't know. There are, of course, uh, the conversation about why Mr. Alrari, Minister Alrari, was demoted. Uh, because you can spin it how you want from attorney general to minister of local and rural government mm-hmm. is a demotion a significant demotion probably the biggest demotion i've ever seen in politics in the country uh some somebody's argument argument with me yesterday mr um Je- jared no what's his name ram logan and then ram logan was also was fired was it fired is fired this is demoted you know Mm-hmm. That is different from the mood. This is there's a difference, yeah. From this is like from next to the prime minister to sitting at the end of the room. So where and would he where would he sit in parliament next to the prime minister still or no? No, I'm just saying. Attorney general sits next to the prime minister, nah. and then the minister of planning, who is the leader of government business in the House of Representatives. And that brings me now as one plan: who's going to do the the um, government business in, in the red house now? Because that was Clarence Rambarath. You mean the government business in the Senate? In the, yeah. Well, you, well yeah. I'm thinking the person who would have held on for Mr. Rambarath uh, was Mrs. Gopi Schoon, Minister Gopi Schoon. Mm-hmm. She sat next to Mr. Rambarath. And if Mr. Rambarath had to leave the chamber or he was absent, Mrs. Minister Gopi Schoon would have has done the duties before. You know? Mm-hmm. Um... So, in 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 situations, somebody's asking me if, if Reginald Armour will sit in the in the house. Yes, he will sit in the house regularly, very regularly, uh, because if there's business that the Attorney General, well, the Attorney General traverses 
traversed both houses regularly. Even though Mr. Al-Rawi was a member of the House, he was in the Senate on almost every sitting. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm thinking, well, Reginald Amor will be a senator. You understand? Or he may have been sworn, he'll be sworn in as a senator on Tuesday coming. So he will sit quite high up next to, uh, I presume, Mrs. Gopi Skudon, whoever, whomever is chosen to be the leader of government business in the Senate. But he will be in both houses regular because of the nature of the job of attorney general. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't have a permanent seat, but he'll be there very regularly. Mm. You understand? Because that, that's how it works. Uh, good morning, Raghuba Singh. Yeah, good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. Good morning, Paul. Uh, uh, good morning, Steve. And good, good morning, Carlos. Glad and that you could join us on this Friday. And good morning to our listeners, wherever you are. Wendell is not here this morning. I think he's think he think he woke yesterday, so he in, you know you know two days. Maybe he actually got some sleep. I think he, he and well, I think he's commuting or something like that. Oh, he got something. No, I think he's commuting today. Oh, or he's going like across. That. He did say he's going across to LA or, or San Francisco or something like that. So probably, yeah, he did share that with us last early in the week. He did. So yeah. are you ragabasting? Me, I'm all right. You know, busy in rehearsals because, as I said, the play is opening on the 2nd and 3rd of April. So, we have rehearsals, you know, several days or several nights, evenings, afternoons. You have two weeks, bro. Two weeks. Yep. They are accustomed and, to this, you know. And we're in full-fledged rehearsals at this point. But it's fun. It is fun. interesting bringing together production in terms of the set and the rehearsals and the dress rehearsals and the costumes and the yeah yeah there's a play you've never done right house and well the well the rehearsals in most part is cast and crew in terms of making sure um everybody of course is on the same page actresses uh, and well actors generally knowing blocking knowing lines get working out st stuff sometimes you're tweaking scripts including stuff you're including references you're making it funnier you're, you're in, you know, you're working on the product, so to speak. And um, costuming comes in like on the week before you open. The costumier is going to come in and look at it and um, see what lighting will also come in in that week to work out the lighting plot and stuff for the play. And then, of course, you have your, your dress rehearsal and stuff. Of course, when it's very well-oiled, um, you have... Um, Everybody knows their responsibility so well. It's less of a it's less of a task pulling it together. So, but it's fun. It's it's great to be back after two years in terms of being involved in it. So I think everybody is going through the kind of catharsis of being, you know, the pent up release, the pent up creative energy now being released. So I think everybody is really enjoy, enjoying it. It's absolutely not work it's absolutely something i think everybody's enjoying but this is what you all do so this is like your lifeblood yeah 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 so i mean I'm, I'm not surprised that you're extremely happy to be back and as i read earlier on in the news uh jamaica is lifting all covid restrictions as of, as of today wow everything all all jamaican prime minister andrew holness has announced the lifting of all covid protocols under disaster risk management act effective friday 18th march today so nothing no safe zones nothing nothing all so in england's lifted all you don't need you, if you're ill 
uh, in England, you have to if if you if you have COVID, um, once you're feeling better, you go back to work. You have no ten days or seven days or anything, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, the you, countries are just uh, yeah. they're treating it like a cold now, flu now. Yeah, yeah. You have COVID, you have the, you feel, you have symptoms, you stay home. If you feel to stay home, <laughs> you understand. But I think as I was telling someone yesterday that that the the idea and, and there's several countries that have adopted this new uh, mind, mindset and approach is that they're treating it like a cold. So then eventually everybody will get it. So there's no need to isolate people. So if you go and you have COVID and somebody in the office gets it, it'll pass through them, and the, the death rate from it is not is almost insignificant now. Yeah. So that you, it, it is like a cold. It's like if you got the flu, sometimes you go to work, sometimes you don't, right? Yeah. Yeah. So same thing with that's how England and many many countries are treating it now. In other words, the, the WHO has not announced it the end to the pandemic, but countries are making the decision and saying, you know what, we're done. <laughs> yeah. We'd have to wait suppose, for WHO. I suppose that, that's a kind of obvious poll we can have this morning. I know we had done that kind of litmus test earlier, yeah, but we could but do it again today. The, good time to do it now. Yeah. If, you, if we think all restrictions should be now lifted. Should be lifted, yeah. Because yeah. you know, we still have a mask-wearing mandate. We still have <laughs> restaurants. You still have to show... You still uh, have safe zones. Safe zones, uh, operations. Uh, what else? What else we still have? Well, those yeah, are the two main things, the, the mask the mask and the safe zones. Yeah, those are the two main things. Yeah, those are the two but main we, things. We, we still have um, quarantine requirements if you get COVID. Yeah. We still have the quarantine requirements. I think it's 10 days now. Yeah, they have lessened it. Yeah, they've changed it to 10 days now. Yeah, they have lessened it. Yeah. yeah. And we still have I'm requirements just... when you come into the country. For the en- and... for entry requirements, yeah. Yeah, so we still yes. have... Yeah, so we still have quite a number of... Uh, requirements which i mean most countries are just doing away with now it's like live your life you understand mm-hmm. live your life come on go we're done with this nonsense we had two and two plus years it's, we in march now is officially two years not so yep so it's time to done oh yeah now let's move on yep on to the next on to the next let's um did you talk about the the regional armor thing yeah, with um, his dual supposed, well, the questions about whether or not he has dual citizenship, yes. Yeah, because it's, it, it, that actually, that story is actually on the front page of every single daily this morning. Yeah, well. Even though I saw the, I, I saw what we would have posted in our group yesterday um, with regards to his explanation about being a, a born in Dominica, but he's actually a citizen of Trinidad and Tobago and he doesn't hold a passport for Dominica. And he only holds a passport for Trinidad and Tobago as a Trinidad and Tobago citizen. So, and and as I just sent in a group in uh, the the part of the constitution, no person shall be qualified if they were a citizen of a country other than Trinidad and Tobago, having become such a citizen voluntarily, or is under a declaration of allegiance to such a country. So, if he was born in Dominica, he didn't become a citizen of Dominica. You understand? Yeah. After so the, the technicality that I think protects him is there, but certainly he's walked into the firing line. <laughs> the firing line, <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Is yeah. Uh, welcome to active, <laughs> active poli- politics. politics and, <laughs> as I posted the day before yesterday, politics is really a blood sport. Eh? Yep, it's a blood sport. If you build your loins, because yep, yep, it's not for the faint of heart. It's not for the faint of heart. And someone like Mister Amor. 
would not have done this, accepted this, uh, I guess, offer by the Prime Minister, because the Prime Minister would have had to offer the position, without knowing, one, well, without, to make money, one, you understand? Because he's a mm-hmm. very, very successful attorney at law. Mm-hmm. This, yes, so this yes. is not about money for Reginald Moss Senior Council. Uh, this is certainly, uh, I guess, to save his country. You understand? Yeah. I mean, it's a good notch in your belt too, uh, career-wise. But I mean, it's not for money. This is about okay. I am going to make a sacrifice to save my country because I've been called to service. So I've always told people that they, you, you, uh, they asked me why I accepted on two occasions. I said. You can't complain about things uh, and talk about things that are not working and which are done in media for years before and say this need to fix and that and then somebody call you and, and offer you a, a, an opportunity to serve and hopefully make a difference and then you say no. After that, you had to shut up. Would you agree? Uh, yeah. Yes and, yes and no. I mean, people have their own personal... Yeah, um, there, there, there are reasons why some people may not be able to accept yeah. Also, I mean, valid reasons at that. Eh? Yep, yep. But I mean, if if you can, you have to you have to try and make a contribution because I mean, at the end of the day, somebody has to do it. Eh? And it is not as a, it is not easy. I'll tell you that you you are drawn into a line of fire almost immediately, as I have. <laughs> but yep. I think the media prepared me for it because I mean, you're always a target in the media, also anyway. So. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, we should try and see if we can line up an interview with Reginald Lamo if he's willing to speak at all at this point. Yeah, uh, Steve has been calling, uh, but I guess he has to settle in first. Yep. So, but but I know you all have interviewed him before, and I have certainly interviewed him before. So, I guess once he once he gets his feet settled in, because I'm guessing there there's a lot of transfer that has to take place in that ministry and many other ministries. Uh, before the new office holders settle in and really take off. And the Attorney General's office certainly is one of the, or probably the most significant office that needs transferring of what's happening and what we're doing. But then there's a staff there that also is involved in the, uh, and PSs in the running of the ministry. So they could bring him up to date as will the outgoing uh, persons in each of the ministries involved, and then then the the people who like Mr. Alrari, Minister Alrari, who has to take up, who has also has to get up to date on on what's happening in his new ministry assignment. Yeah, the Ministry of Local Government. What a change! I mean, and I, 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 Did you see the I, memes I, yesterday? No, I didn't. Oh, oh they had been so unkind. <laughs> I only saw the I only saw C-Pep the one. one. The C-Pep yeah, one. But I'm excited. No, you didn't see the CPEP one? No, I saw the one, but I'm excited. You get up, did they quote unquote, you got up the attorney general and went to bed working in CPEP. Oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah, it, they, I mean, I mean. The social media is unrelenting. It's, it's the devil. Social media is the devil. <laughs> when they're ready, they are Social media is the devil. <laughs> Let me tell you something, and there were hundreds of memes. Hundreds of memes. Even people who won't touch you. I sent the one with the Minister of Health. Putting up his hands like he said. And it said, um, when you get to keep him in his tail portfolio, his hands are outstretched like he said, Hallelujah! <laughs> I keep my job. Keep that one was funny. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> that was really funny. 
I mean, it's like we have a memes factory in Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, have yeah, people just waiting. Like they just sit down waiting. It's like mm-hmm. never a dull yeah. moment. Never a dull moment. But you know, God is good. Yeah, it's all part of it. The, you know, I, I assume there is going to be some sort of transition meeting. Because if if I know um, former AG Faris Al Rawi, I think he'll be very professional with Reginald Armour, senior counselor. Of course, of the, and they're, they're colleagues of the transferring. before. Transferring, yeah. In terms of transferring and getting him up to date on what's taking place in in that ministry. Yeah, I I agree with that. I certainly agree with that. Yeah. I think um, that is you have to be professional in those circumstances. Yep, have you to do. Sorry? Yeah, I say, yeah, you should. Well, you should be. Yeah. But it, it, it's the business of the country and it's not your business. Exactly. And and uh, as, as discuss, we were discussing before, you can be removed at any time. Anybody. You understand? Mm-hmm. Any in government, in opposition, in on the independent bench, you serve at the, at the pleasure of the person who put you there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So and that could change at any moment. So if you think it's, a, it's not a walk for life, <laughs> you know. So that's that's just part of the job. No, that's crushing sometimes when you think you are a contribution to make, and because of the the nature of the reassignment, let's put it kindly, the reassignment of Mr. Alrari, you went from the top of the heap to the also ran. But I mean, knowing Mr. Alrari. Um, I think he doing personality. I know he's going to make a point of making a big difference in local government. Yep, I think he is going to make a point and show people wherever I'm assigned, I am going to make a difference. You understand? And that to me, that is the positive that can come out of this. That he can really make a significant difference because he has a different, to- totally different personality and energy to Kazim Hussein. I like Kazim Hussein. I'm not just disparaging him. You understand? But it's a totally different energy. So you're so saying that Kazim Hussein was very competent in that position? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying Mr. Al-Rawi has a different energy. No, you, you mentioned Kazim Hussein. Who was the Minister of Local Government Yes, before. and you mentioned him in a very positive sentence. So I'm I asking... I said I like him as a person. Yeah, so are you saying... He has a saying, different energy to Mr. Al-Rawi. Right, Mr. Al-Rawi I get it, energy. and you're saying different energy. So I'm asking... Are you saying that Kazim Hussein was a very competent minister of local rural development and local government? Yes or no? I haven't made that assessment yet. Okay. So you think, okay, so next question, you think he's a good choice for Minister of Agriculture? I haven't made that assessment yet. <laughs> well, you did on the show this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but he, did, he did start off with a bang and he just fizzled away. He did start with a bang. That's generally me. I do a big, I do a big bang and then I fist Louis. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be me. <laughs> Takes a while to get to the bang and then I just fist Louis. I don't know about you all, but that's me. You should be embarrassing. You me to no trauma and confusion this morning. I think, I think, uh, Mr. Alrari has a different approach to running ministries than Mr. Hussein and. Well, local government reform has been an outstanding issue. It's one of those things that you figure 
um, the su 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 successive governments have talked about but are not serious about? Well, I will tell you. Of because the few it involves, bills that we know, because it involves devolving power. Yeah, of the few bills that we know, I know are coming before us, as I said earlier in the week, is the report on the local government reform bill, which was chaired. The JST was chaired by Clarence Ambrat and had heavy involvement from the now local government minister Faris Alrawi when he was attorney general. Because I sat in that committee and a lot of work was done, so I understand that that report is tabled for debate, if not next week, week after in the House. So it's, it's as, as some of the politica, political analysts have been saying, maybe it's also strategic that the Prime Minister put Mr. El Rari there because he may want to really champion that through. Because you need somebody who is, uh, what's the word, has, has uh, skills in, in law and, and, and debate skills and, and uh, I guess the... the, the that's what your age is for. But now, now we have one and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we have one and a half AGs. You your, your competencies as a minister of um, of local government. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about to, to now take the report through the house and through the. Well, that's what the AG is for. Yeah, but 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 the local government minister also would have to make contributions and convince. The house, the, the bench. But you the had a, you had a presumptively very competent minister of local government under Kazib Hussain because you are so satisfied with his competencies that you put him in the Ministry of Agriculture, which is also a big ministry in a time of a global food crisis as a result of a war. I find you sorry, I'm sarcastic with undertone. I'm not being sarcastic. That's the logical inference. Isn't that the logical inference to draw? that you were satisfied with the competencies of Minister Kazim Hussain. Hence, you put him in the Ministry of Agriculture. Um, your former Minister of Agriculture, who may have had his own competencies, um, resigned for all intents and purposes, so we can't say he was removed. That's not the narrative. The narrative is that he resigned. And so, therefore, you felt that this person who was in local government was doing such a good job uh, um, because Ministry of Agriculture has, all, always, always, has always been an important ministry that maybe was not given the importance that it needed. But certainly, it rises in importance in terms of what the global template is at this point. Hey, look at the time, 6.46, you have papers? Oh, gosh, I wrote it. Papers, Rich. I, want, I hope listeners are paying attention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, look, pe look at the time, papers. <laughs> I do have the newspapers. Let's yes, go. You have the polar, and you have the polar ready too, right? Yes, we I'm do. Let me make my... Oh, jeez. <laughs> so the papers for this morning, we'll go straight to it. I'll start off with the Daily Express. I had already said that all of the newspapers have generally the same lead story, but I'll... I'll, I'll um, read how they actually positioned it um by their their editors-in-chief um so the main so the daily express for today and of course today is friday march 18th 2022 so the weekend has begun today, so a maxi start a wine if in your car start a wine is the weekend today is um, also so world sleep day oh okay well that's something i don't get enough of yeah oh oh lord all right go ahead a terrible headline too 
Subheadline. Right. Anyway, um, baptism for armor, opposition questions, new attorney general citizenship status, legal fees owed to him, baptism for armor. Um, E.g., I am a proud citizen of Trinidad and Tobago, and there is a picture of um, newly appointed attorney general Reginald Armour, senior counsel, and he's greeted by his predecessor, Faris Al Rawi, in the Ministry of the Attorney General and Legal Affairs Office of the Government Plaza. And Richmond Street Port is being that same picture. The other subheadline body found at Maracas believed to be missing Zephaniah. Um, of course, if you're following this story, Zephaniah Harry Paul has been missing and he was abducted on February 17th. Uh, that is absolutely so sad. And on the back page of the Daily Express today, Brutal Ben Stokes Strokes 11 test um, turned Wendy's bowlers put to the sword. Um, so that's the main headline on the back page. So that's the front end of the page. So hopefully, I mean, well, if it is um, Zephaniah, Harry Paul, our condolences to his family and friends. It's a tragic story. Um, moving on to the other dailies, the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian for today. What's the headline that the Guardian went with? I'll tell you. Armour responds to dual citizenship queries. Proud Trini. No breach of constitution in AG appointment. Pledged allegiance on acquiring TNT passport. And of course, it's a similar picture to the front page of the Express. Uh, it's a picture of um, Faris Al Rawi and Reginald Armour, senior counsel. I'm speaking at the Ministry of the Attorney General and Legal Affairs, Office of the Attorney General and Legal Affairs. That's the title, correct title. COVID made it hard for President's Medals winners. Um, that's also on the front page of The Guardian. And body found dumped down precipice near Maracas Lookout. On the back page of The Guardian today, Root Stokes Belt Windies. That's all you need to know. Um, going straight on to the news day for today. What's on the front page of the news day, you may ask? I'm about to tell you. AG Armour on dual citizenship. It's a non-issue. So as I said before, it led on all three dailies this morning. Rambarat on, on resignation, work affected family life. And the main picture is, of, well, this main picture has nothing to do with anything. But it's piggyback. This van carrying the shell of a car on its tray got a lot of curious stares from commuters on the Solomon Hojoy Highway in Coover on Thursday. It is a kind of funny, <laughs> bizarre, ridiculous kind of picture. And on the back page of the Newsday, England's fanatical Barmy Army opened to return to Trinidad and Tobago, mixed cricket with Carnival. And Lewis, I was a perfect fit for Canada role. And that's it for our three dailies this morning. So now you know what the main stories are in Trinidad and Tobago as determined by the editors-in-chief. All right, let's get into our poll this morning. Let me give you the results of yesterday's poll. Yesterday, we asked you, do you think that um, the cabinet reshuffle on Wednesday is just a distraction as indicated by the leader of the opposition? Results in a minute. Major issues the tour <laughs> with the Caribbean King of Comedy. Major, Major hype. Hey, what's up? This is your boy Major hype, aka the King of Caribbean Comedy. Trinidad, get ready. That's right. March the 26th, I'm gonna be live on that stage inside of Napa. Showtime, 8 p.m. sharp at Napa Port of Spain. Tickets are 350 for a limited time only. Get yours now at all cashy outlets. Anton's Gold Rush, Castro's in Arima, Larry's, Francis Plaza, Shaguanas, or online at islandytickets.com. Major hype is on his way to Trinidad. 
That's right, Trinidad. It's going to be crazy. Make sure you're in the building. The major issue store comes to Trinidad. Backed by Ziggy Rankin and Order. This is the release you need. Get your tickets early. All COVID protocols are in place. For more info, call 779-5755. Brought to you by Cache and Anton's Cold Run. Major hype live on stage. Trust me, that one's going to be crazy. All right. Again, our poll. Do you think that Wednesday's cabinet, um, cabinet reshuffle is just a distraction as indicated by the leader of the opposition? 78. Hmm. 78% said no. All right. Said no. All right. This morning's poll. So our poll this morning, this Friday morning, at the weekend has begun, people just reminding you, do you think it's time to lift all COVID restrictions in Trinidad and Tobago as Jamaica has done? Do you think it's time to lift all COVID restrictions in Trinidad and Tobago as Jamaica has done? That's our poll this morning. What do you think? Mm-hmm. To the two talk, to the two eight two five five. 612-8255 North Americans you can call toll free and vote on the poll too it's at 866-525-1099 and of course people on the web and the app you can vote via the messaging port for portal on those platforms do you think it's time to lift all COVID restrictions in Trinidad and Tobago as Jamaica has done that's our poll this morning yep all right, so let's get to it. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. Danny Grandi. Before I give my answer to the poll, have you all listened to the interview given by Mr. Rambarak to another radio station? My answer to the poll is yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Sunny San Fernando. Yes, it's time. All right, Sonny, have a great day. 222-8255-612-8255. Jennifer is saying, good morning. Wasn't Hubert born in Dominica? I believe he was. Miss Bonnier West, happy Friday, guys. No to the poll. Lunch Park, yes. Trevin Arima, good morning to Trev Trev. Says no. All right. So let's get those hits coming. Let's get those calls coming. 222 talk. 612 talk. That's our do number directly in the studio. Richard was do going you to think say, do you think to lift all COVID restrictions in Trinidad and Tobago as Jamaica has done? That's our poll this morning. You must have an opinion on that. Do you think it's time to lift all? all COVID restrictions in Trinidad and Tobago as Jamaica has done. What's your opinion? That's our poll this morning. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. Let's see. Any votes here? Let's see. Going through there. All right. Checking that. Doing that. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Good No. Thanks, good All the best to you. Have a safe and great weekend. Don't, don't do anything Richard won't do. 
Richard came to work late because you went drinking for um, St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Your file's out, Richard. You see that? Your file's out. Andre, happy Friday. No mask mandate should remain for a bit. Oh, he says no. Mask mandate should be, should remain for a bit. The importance oh, okay. of a comma. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, gents. Kenny and Hala, morning, my friend. Have a good yeah, one. It's yeah. a nice day for you guys today. All right. All the best to you. Thank you, Kenny out in Harlem. 222-TALK, 612-TALK. You got three and a half minutes to be lock up the pool. Well, you're called. The pool is going to stay up for the entire weekend. And then on Monday morning, we give you the final results. All right? So let's see. Miss so Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona said, my answer to the pool is No. So do you think it's time to lift all COVID restrictions in Trinidad and Tobago as Jamaica has done, I suppose as England has done, as several other countries are doing? Mm -hmm. So do you think it's time now in Trinidad and Tobago to lift all COVID restrictions? Social distancing, masks, um, safe zones, etc. Those are the immediate ones. Entry requirements, quarantine requirements, etc. Do you think it's time to lift all COVID restrictions in Trinidad and Tobago as Jamaica has done? That's our poll this morning. What do you think? 222 Talk, 222 North Americans, 866-525-1099. And of course, people on the web, the web and the app, you know what to do. All right. More gains out in Aruka. Yes to the poll, gentlemen. And have a blessed, restful, safe weekend. Thank you, more gains. I didn't say yet. You didn't pass through the pet butler yet. CJ from New York says no. Ms. Maloney, no. What says you, caller? Hey, Goodwood Tobago says no, definitely not. All right, Goodwood Tobago. When I come to Tobago, I'm staying by you. Just I'll let you know that. Zena, good morning. <laughs> Zena hang up the phone. All right. Kenny says no. Trini Jam. Good morning, guys. Hell no. Safe weekend, guys. Thank you so much, Trini Jam. Let's go to that call. They hung up. Um, Junior. Good morning, Junior. No. Zena, what says you? Good morning. Yes. All righty, Zena. Thank you. Um, let's head down San Fernando. Good morning. All right, Miss Sampson, thank you. Uh, sexy San Fernando is in the house. She says no. She says she's waiting for no PCR test to travel. Yeah. All right. The junior, you have a minute and a... Uh. A minute and a... Uh. Okay, a minute now. Um, before we wrap up the calls for today, we can continue to vote on our app and on our website. All right. Uh, good morning, caller. Kathy from Brooklyn, yes. Kathy, how you going? I'm doing fine. How are you? We are not bad at all. Thank you, Kathy. Okay. Pleasure. Have a great Bye. weekend and a safe one. All right. That seems to be a new caller there, Richie Rich. 
All right. So do you think it's time to lift all COVID restrictions in Trinidad and Tobago as Jamaica has done? That's our poll this morning. What do you think? All right. Avi is nagging me here. The amount of chatters yet when Avi walk in that door. Jeez. Ugh. I need a raise just working with Avi. All right. Two to two talk, six one two talk. I will tell you next hour we will chat with political analyst Rishi Maharaj. All right. We will chat with him. Ron! No, not yet. Thank you, Ron. All right. And that wraps up my calls and my messages. For today, we continue to vote on our app and on our website. All right, let's get into our major news. A.V. Sinhil Bab is in. Thank you for choosing Power 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 2 Digital.